in Luke chapter 4 and uh, verse 18 and 19, uh, Jesus went to this synagogue. It was the day of the Lord. So for us, we, we choose it Sunday. Jewish people was Saturday. But what really matters is that you choose one day to worship God. And so you, you separate that day. We separate a few hours, which is good. Uh, but in fact, uh, you know, we should separate the day, you know, to relax, uh, to be with the family, to be with, the, with God's family. And so here's Jesus at the synagogue. It's a, a Sabbath, a Shabbat. And uh, he uh, is invited to uh, preach, to share the word. And everybody knew Jesus as an amazing teacher, a rabbi, a teacher of scripture. But he did something. He read this scripture and then he sat, sat down. He didn't share anything about the scripture. He just said, today, this is accomplished before you. Now, part of the scripture is this. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And, and, and then he uh, closed the scroll. It wasn't a book. It's, it was uh, written in scrolls. And he just said, today, this is accomplished before your eyes. And everybody was puzzled. Um, now, if it was accomplished that day because Jesus is the one who was anointed to do these things. So uh, when we invite Jesus into our life, we are inviting this type of anointing. So uh, Jesus walked in this favor. The favor uh, was uh, to proclaim liberty, to proclaim, proclaim freedom, deliverance, also healing, vision, uh, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Now, in Isaiah 61, uh, which is the scripture that he read, talking about the, the year of the Lord's favor, not only it talks about this, but then it continues saying it's also the year of the vengeance of our Lord. So it's, it's not just a, a year of favor, it's a year of vengeance. And, and the vengeance, it's not revenge. Uh, it's not what we... Uh, interpret today, oh, vengeance, revenge. Have you ever watched uh, a B movie, a B series movie? Huh? <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme and all of those B movies. Uh, I like to watch them, but you know the story. The story is that something really bad happened to the, to the main character, and then it's revenge. You know, Bruce Willis has a ton of those. <laughs> and you kill everybody that uh, caused you uh, uh, to, to be in, uh, in trouble. So, so uh, the, uh, the year of vengeance, it's not revenge. So it's not the sense. But uh, vengeance means God's judgment to fix up things to what it's right. And I don't know if you ever went through a season in which you think life is unfair to you. <laughs> I went through several seasons where I think, well, life is unfair. I'm doing what's right, and I'm not seeing that favor. Uh, I'm uh, 
obeying God, I'm, I'm giving my tithes and I'm losing money. Uh, or I'm uh, 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 being a, a good guy, not uh, drinking too much and not, <laughs> and uh, Santa Claus didn't show up. And, and, and so, so we, have, we all have these moments in life where we think of fairness. But let me tell you, God is fair, God is righteous. And there's a, a, a season, which here it, uh, we read as a, a year, the year of the Lord's favor and of the vengeance of our Lord. So th that's a season where suddenly things come up to, uh, uh, into order, into a, a divine alignment. But let me tell you, if you're in an unrighteous situation, the favor of God is about to come into your life. The favor of God. When Isaiah wrote this scripture, there were troubled times. And listen, now we have this pandemic that everybody's talking about. It paralyzed business. It, it touched people in ways we cannot even imagine. But the favor of God is with you. Some people were saying, oh, I hope 2021 will be better than 2020. Well, it's just a year, but the year that you need to ponder and the, the, the year you need to grasp is not 2019, 2020, 21, 22. It's the year of God's favor. <laughs> it's, it's that season. It's that turning of the page where you start walking in the favor of God. Now, in, um, in Matthew chapter 11 and uh, verse uh, 25, Jesus ministering to the disciples, uh, he did a loud prayer. So he prayed out loud. And he said, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one whom the Son will reveal to him. And, and it, this is like a mysterious prayer, a mysterious speech, but we need to grasp it. What Jesus is saying, you know, Jesus was highly favored. Whatever he prayed, God answered in, the, in that moment. He prayed for the sick. They were, they were healed. He, he prayed for a blind man. The, the new eyes will pop up. Uh, God did amazing things through Jesus. And now he's sharing part of his secret in prayer. And he's saying, this is not a matter of wisdom, of knowledge, of position, of power. But this is a revelation to babes. And what is this babes? It's newborn children. It's people that were born in the, uh, of the spirit. And uh, uh, he said, all things have been delivered to me by my father. And no one knows about this, but you should know about this. So the year of the Lord's favor is something that we can receive in the spirit. Then he continued and he says, verse 28, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gent gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Can you uh, say with me, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Okay, so, so uh, I, I know we're tempted sometimes to say, oh, my life is heavy. Uh, I, I work too much. Uh, my life is so difficult. And we're tempted to confess those, those things. Uh, but we should see them in a different perspective. Be glad because you have that, that, uh, that work. Be glad that you're still alive. Be glad that you're a child of God. And then you can confess, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And, and when does, does that happen? When you come to Jesus. I told you on the devotional uh, about uh, this object that I have here. Uh, and uh, th this, I, I usually have this on my desk. Sometimes I put it on a drawer, but I, I like to have this handy, you know, to remind me of these things that I'm teaching you. And so that's the reason why I, I brought my easy button. Uh, it, it's a great button because it doesn't do anything else, just this. Talks, and it says that was easy. And sometimes I keep it here. Actually, this week I had something to to do, and after I finish my work, I press the button. The button tells me that was easy, and I agree that was easy. And 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 life is easy when our burden is light <laughs> and is not heavy. When our yoke is light and our burden is not heavy. Uh, otherwise, you know, we, we do all sorts of complicated things and we have challenges. I'm going to bring you a challenge to see if you, if you were able to solve this puzzle. All right. This is a little bit dirty, but it's okay. You don't need to touch it. This was used in the washroom over there recently, so don't touch it. It's a plunger, and here's a glass of water. All right. So without touching it, I would like to tell me, uh, how can you remove all air from this glass? Any ideas? You have the glass there. Okay, let's forget about this. You, you want to remove all air, okay? So you, you gave me the answer, you're going, to, you're going to do it. I'm going to give you a job. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go, that's it. That, that's still a little bit, all right. Here you go. So it's an easy answer, right? But when you thought about it and you looked at the plunger, you started to imagine all kinds of things, you know? Is he going to suck the, the air out of, the, out of the, the, the glass? What is he going to do? It's like the famous Columbus egg story. He told other guys how you put the egg standing and people spent hours... And he said, no, no, no. Then he hold the egg and just 
pop, like this, and the egg was standing. And it's a simple solution. But no one was seeing that solution. When we see a solution, then we say, oh, that was easy, you know, just pour water. Just, you know, crack the egg. Just do this. And you see, in life, sometimes we think we're in a pickle. We think it's the end of our life. We're facing situations. You're facing sometimes hard moments in life, like a divorce, uh, like, you know, different things. And we think it's over. I've been there. Sometimes you face problems that are so big that you want to kill yourself. You, you want to suicide because you're, you think there's no escape. I'm going to kill myself. Uh, in certain cultures, they, they lose honor, like the Japanese culture. They lose honor and they do uh, seppuku, which is that uh, they uh, just ask forgiveness to the ancestors and they cut the belly and bring the intestines out. And if, if they do this, it's a great honor in their culture to do this. It's bigger than failure. <laughs> But let me tell you that Jesus Christ brings a different perspective. And his perspective is, is this one. Just come to me and trust me. Because there's moments in which it's, it, we're not, we shouldn't do anything. We should just wait in God. Just wait for him to fix things. And, and uh, sometimes we don't know how to do this, which is to choose the burden that we pick. Because there's burdens that we carry that we shouldn't carry. And we can lower those burdens. We, uh, in, you know, if you listen to God, you can change those burdens. God is so good. And when you come to God, he will teach you a new way, an easier way, a way of favor. When Jesus comes into our life, our burden shouldn't be heavy. I've, I've heard over and over and over, and I come from a Catholic background where people will say, oh, I'm carrying my cross. And, and they will feel miserable, but they will say, oh, this is my cross. Listen. The cross represents the will of God. And the cross of Jesus, only him, only he could carry. Your cross, my cross, is different. My cross is not heavy. Because Jesus paid the price. He took the cross. So you shouldn't carry that burden. And if you carry that burden, you should uh, look into your life, consider your life, consider your ways, and just stop. Lay the burdens and just ask God to come and help you. Just ask God for this anointing. I call this the anointing of ease. The anointing of ease, it's when things become easy. It's when suddenly uh, you don't carry the heavy burdens. You have a breakthrough. Doors are open. It's when you go shopping and you, you drive through the parking lot and you get a spot right at the door 
in the moment you're driving. Have you ever did this? I did this this week twice. There was no parking spots, and I drove to the entrance, and I got the first spot on both times. <laughs> and you may say, oh, that's lucky. Yes, it is lucky. It's more than lucky. Lucky. It's, it's, it's being favored. <laughs> you know, some people are afraid, Christians are afraid of using the word luck because they think of superstition. But in fact, we, we are favored. We are lucky <laughs> in the sense that the favor of God is over our lives. And when this happens, you can choose your burden and pick up the burdens that, that you choose. There's a, a word in the Bible translated by grace. It's the word charis. And, and charis uh, is the word, the Greek word for uh, the grace of God. And what is the grace of God? It's favor that you do not deserve. Favor that I don't deserve. That's the grace of God. Do we believe in the grace of God? Or do we think it's just for other people? You know, that uh, uh, state of mind that, oh, this only happens to me. It had to happen to me. You, know, you need to remove this out of your life. Unfortunately, I know many Christians and some that are good friends that have this state of mind. And they say, oh, it's, uh, it's the, and this happened, and then this happened, and then that happened, and then that happened, and then I got a flat tire, and then I got a second flat tire, and then I got a third flat tire, and, and, and then I, I got a hole in the exhaust, and then I had this, and then this happened, and I had to pay this bill. And, and, and it's, a, it's a state of mind of poverty, of emotional poverty. Because in order to, to live in the favor of God, we need to have the attitude of Jesus. Knowing that it's the year of the Lord's favor and proclaiming, right now, this has been accomplished in, in, in your lives. Right now, this scripture was completed. <clears throat> so receive the promise of God, of the grace of God in your life. Uh, I like that name Carries because I registered carries.com and uh, actually then I sold it for $5,000 and gave it to the church. <laughs> that was a good deal. I like that carries.com <laughs> name. Uh, it was a, a, a space company from Canada. You know, they work in the space industry. So we want that name. So I, I sold them $5,000. It was a good, good deal, eh? <laughs> Cost me 10 bucks. Uh, so uh, I wish I could uh, buy a hundred names like that. But, but it's the grace of God. Carries is the grace of God. And so if you believe in the grace of God, you believe in this favor, uh, the favor of God. And what do you need to do in order to walk in God's grace, in God's favor? So that you will be able to get to the end of the day and say, That was easy. Hmm? <laughs> what do you need? There's a few things, and, and I like to mention three things that you can do. The first one, you come to Jesus. Because that's what he said. Come to me, all of you that are heavy laden, that, that are carrying the burdens. So first thing you do, you go to Jesus. How do you go to Jesus? You go in prayer. You just say, God, God I need you. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I really need you. 
And, you know, I've seen people that don't believe in God coming to Jesus. <laughs> you know, some of you don't know this part of my life, but before I was uh, walking with God, I did some bad stuff. And I remember vividly one of the worst things that happened to me. I was thrown in jail just for a week, but I was thrown in jail. And it's horrible. After that experience, I said, I will never return here. So I started to behave a little bit better. But I, I prayed. Because I, I, I believed in God, but God was far from me. And I saw guys that were criminals. <laughs> During that week, I met a guy. He, he was all over the news. He got uh, caught. And we happened to be on the same cell uh, waiting to go to the to the to the judge, and, and so here's the guy. He did something really bad. He uh, um, he. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to tell. There's kids in the room, but something really awful. And he was praying. <laughs> he was praying. You see, when when we're in trouble, when people are in trouble, even people that don't believe in God, they say, "Oh God, if you're there, if you exist, Jesus, if you're there," and and that's that's a human instinct. But sometimes we don't have that instinct because life is, is heavy. It's not going in the fashion we expect. Or we already know God and we think, well, I already came to Jesus 20 years ago when uh, in a Billy Graham crusade or uh, went to see Benny Hinn and I came to Jesus, whatever. Come to Jesus every day. So especially if you feel that burden, it's time to say, Okay, God, I give up. Second thing that Jesus said, he said, take up my yoke. Now, I wish I had a yoke here to show you how it works. But a yoke is a, a wooden device that is uh, placed on the neck of, uh, uh, of two animals, uh, usually cows or bulls. And, uh, and the yoke ties two animals together. And the effect is that it multiplies the strength uh, of the animal. So it's used in agriculture. So, so if you have one, you can uh, work the fields with one bull or with one cow. It's okay. You can use one. But if you have two, you multiply uh, the strength. It's not just the strength of two. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit more. Uh, so uh, uh, so what, what Jesus is saying is, take my yoke. He's saying, come under my device, my yoke, and use my strength. Use my strength. Because when you have the two animals, if one is weak or uh, uh, somehow cannot continue, the other one will carry the burden. The, the other one will do the work. And so this is what Jesus is saying with the yoke. When we, we, we sometimes read these things and we don't use yokes today uh, because uh, somebody does it for us or they use a John Deere or whatever. But, uh, but this is the meaning. The meaning is, okay, I come to Jesus and he links to us and he says, now you come with me. And if you don't have enough strength, I'll do the job. If you're not strong enough, I'll push, I'll pull, I'll do whatever. And that, that's the meaning. So first we come to Jesus. Then we need to trust 
in him. And uh, the third thing he, he says also there, and learn from me. That's how the, that passage finishes. And learn from me. And he says, because, you know, I, I'm soft. I'm, you should learn from me. So what does this mean in the spirit? If you want to walk in the favor of God, you need to give this step. You give your life to Jesus. If you already gave your life to Jesus, you need a moment to come to Jesus again. To tell God, God, that's it. I tried it. This is not working. This is too heavy. Just help me. And, 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 and then you need to relax. You need to learn how to relax a little bit. Um, I don't know if you ever did a house move. Have you ever moved from your house? Yeah, some of you. And do you, did you have uh, heavy furniture to carry? Huh? Have you ever tried to carry a piano uh, d down five, five, uh, five stories? I tried that. I did this, you know, with, with other guys. And the thing is, when you do that, you want some strong guys to help you, right? Because otherwise, you're not going to hold, you're going to break the piano on the fourth floor. <laughs> it's, going, it's going to crash and goodbye piano. So you, you need some strong guys. So you prepare in advance. So you go to your circle of friends, and if you don't have a circle of friends, you hire someone to do it for you. That's even better, eh? <coughs> and, and, and then if they carry for you, you just look and you say, be careful, be careful, be careful. No, 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 look at the step, look at the step. And, and, uh, and you're there, and, um, and, you know, and, and they, they're employing all their strength, And you're there just, uh, 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 you, you, you're just, uh, <laughs> you're just looking. And the other guys do the work for you. And you can say, that was easy. So what does this mean in the spirit? Bring your burden to God. If you feel that, you know, this is burdensome. This, I don't like my life. I don't like myself. I don't like what I see. I have a horrible salary. I hate my house. You know, if there's these problems in your life, you know, just come to Jesus. Learn from him. Learn these things. And you will start to walk in the favor of God. And there's a few consequences of uh, these choices. And, and Jesus also tells this in this scripture. And the first thing he says, you'll find rest. That's fantastic. How many of you like to rest? Huh? Would you like to be now under a palm tree? Huh? Drinking pina coladas, alcohol-free pina colada for me, and, uh, and just relax and just enjoy and, you know, find rest. The second thing, you, your life becomes easy as you walk in his favor. So the, the burden, the yoke is easy. The burden is light. And uh, a third thing, instead of, well, I mentioned this, uh, the, the, your life becomes easy and your burden now, instead of being a heavy burden, is still a burden, but it's a light burden. It's a light burden. And uh, I, I don't mind to carry a light burden. 
You know, if we're doing that house smooth and I carry a, a box of books, it's heavy. But if right after I carry a box with uh, just, uh, you know, light stuff, it's light. And, uh, you know, I can even fake it if I have my friends there and do like, I can fake it, right? And some people in life, they fake it. Some people fake it. So we, we need to have this attitude. And uh, let me finish. And I'm going to, to read some scriptures to help you uh, in order to make things easier. So in, in Psalms 90 and verse 17, it says, Let the favor of the Lord be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. What is the work of our hands? It's what we do for a living. Stuff that you do. How do you establish the work of your hands? It's when uh, uh, the things you do go well. When you do things properly. It's when your boss says you did a good job. It's when you know you don't even need the boss that you did a good job. That you look at what you did and says, oh, wow. That was easy. Hmm? And how does this happen? According to this scripture, uh, it's, it's with a prayer. You do this with a prayer. Giving the glory to God. You say, Lord, let the work of my hands be established. So, so and you can do this even if you don't work for yourself. Even if you work for, for a company. But you say, God, uh, today I'm going to do a, a great job. Today, I'm going to do amazing. And at the beginning of your day, you start your day by saying, God, today, I'm going to do a great job. Oh, but don't you have to move the piano from the fifth floor? I don't care. I'm going to do a great job. When I get to the Red Chaussée, everybody's going to say, good job. <laughs> and I don't care if it's heavy. I'm going to do it. And so if we start the day with this attitude, like in this psalm, and we come to Jesus, things will become easier. So we need to change our focus from the burden to Jesus. From the burden, from the heaviness of the burden, we shift it to God. And you can do this. When Jesus carried the, the cross, it was a really heavy burden. But he did it not because he had to, but because he loved you. Because he loved you. And he carried that burden because he said, I don't want Joanna to take this burden. I don't want Vanessa to take this burden. I don't want Rose to take this burden. I'm taking it for you. Isabella, I'm taking this burden for you. And Jesus, as he was carrying the cross, he saw the, the multitude of people. He saw you. And he carried the burden because he loves you. Because he loved you first. 
So we need to change our focus. Yes, we have heavy burdens. Yes, we have difficult moments. Yes, we have stuff that happens in life that is so hard. But if we shift our focus, then we can just say, God, I cannot do it alone. I cannot do this on my own, but you can help me. And finally, uh, verse uh, 12 of Psalms 5, it says, Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands. Upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Seems that is repeating, repeating, eh? Yes, yes. No, no. What is this talking about? The favor of God. Do you want the favor of God? Those breaks that, oh, I'm highly favored. You know, confess it. Speak it. Honor people. Do this. Come to Jesus. And, and the favor comes to establish the work of your hands. You know, the work of my hands after I die can endure for a few years, a few months, a few centuries. Right? If I build uh, a monument <laughs> or something, if I work building like a stone cathedral, maybe it will last 500 years. There's not a fire. Maybe a thousand years, but soon will be gone. So we need it established while we are here. So when he talks about the work of our hands, it's not the, the legacy of what we do, but there's benefits right now for the favor of God in our lives. So the, the, the wrapping up everything, my last uh, um, thing, is this scripture in Matthew 6, verse 34, that says, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. <laughs> or each day has its difficulties. So the favor of God is not for your legacy. The favor of God is for the present. I don't need the favor of God when I'm in the graveyard. Hmm? Some people, it's like they die and suddenly they start selling uh, records or they uh, music or they start selling books. After, you know, they died, oh, it was a wonderful person. But when they were alive, <laughs> nothing. So I don't need the favor for after. The favor of God is for now. And I'm telling you this just so you, you, you grasp this, you know, this truth. Because, uh, you know, the, the easy burden is for when we are alive. This is not a promise for the afterlife. But believe it now. That God is here. God is with us. He's Emmanuel, like Andrew was singing. You know, he's the, the Emmanuel, the God with us. God with us. So he's with us. So, so you, you drop that burden and you, and you say, God, I, I cannot continue like this anymore. I want to continue my life with your favor. And any moment is good to do this. According to Collins Dictionary, if someone tells you to take it easy 
or to take things easy, they mean that you should relax and not do very much at all. In God, being favored is part of the package, and you will never fear an upset if you stay favored. There are seasons that God will require us to relax and let Him do His will without our interference. I have here this item from a company called Staples, in French Bureau en Gros, and their pitch is that uh, they take hard office work that would normally be hard to do in one day, and they say if you bring it to Staples, they will fix it up and make it easy for you. Their logo is an easy button that you press, and when you press, the button says, that was easy. That was easy. Sometimes people carry really heavy burdens and they feel like giving up or they cannot function at their full potential because life is so hard. If you are saying, how can I deal with that uncle who raped me and now he's in church? Easy, focus on Jesus. Hit your easy button. If you say, how can I deal with my bad children when they're wrecking my house? Easy focus on Jesus. If you say, how can I deal with the bills that are due and your money is gone and when they come every month, you don't know what to do. Easy. Focus on Jesus. Hit your easy button. If you say, how can I deal with a life that it seems like every time I get one thing together and comes another problem and another problem and another problem. Easy. Keep your focus on Jesus and hit your easy button. In Luke chapter 4 verses 18 and 19, Jesus read the following scripture in a synagogue. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captive and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Today, I would like to talk to you about the year of the Lord's favor and how you can take it easy. The scripture that Jesus read in Isaiah 61 goes on to proclaim not only the year of the Lord's favor, but also the day of vengeance of our God. A day of judgment is coming when Christ returns. Those who have rejected Christ will face an eternity apart from the presence of God. The Bible calls this hell. Until then, though, we are living in the year of the Lord's favor, because Christ died and rose again for our sins. Salvation by grace through faith is now available to everyone who repents and believes in His atoning work at the cross.
when the Spirit of the Lord is upon us, we obtain the right to proclaim a new season in life. We need to start by our own lives and also proclaim it to others. Some people don't understand this principle and keep living under oppression and allow the enemy to whisper all sorts of negative thoughts. But today, I am here to tell you that there is a new season ahead where you can live in the Lord's favor. You need just to confess to yourself and to others that, that was easy. easy. And as you do so, believe that there is an anointing on you and you will get breaks that you may feel undeserved. Problems that plague you for years will be resolved and long-standing promises finally will come to pass. Can you receive this? You may have more than your share of bad news, but God can provide you peace in the midst of your challenges. He can lift all of your burdens.